Hello and welcome to another episode of the Overcoming Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nashawn Garrett. Hey, great to speak with you guys today. Uh, we, again, um, have been talking about who is a Jew. And it's super important for us to understand these things. Of course, as Christians, that we have been, um, of course, if you're not, there's no way for us to really know if we are of the tribe of Israel. Like, it's possible that we could be descendants from um, anyone could possibly uh, be a descendant from the uh, tribe of Israel. That is to say, the other ten tribes. Um, anyone could be connected in blood by those by those genealogies. We just don't know. We it's possible that they made their way over to America, and and um, it, it is super possible. But for the most part, um, I'm okay not knowing genealogy because it's not genealogy um, that makes us right with the Father. It's not genealogy that makes us right with God. It's not. What we know or don't know, it's, it's um, well, technically it is, uh, if we know him, if we have received um, mes- the Messiah, Jesus, the Lord and Savior of all things, um, if we have, then, um, then yeah, then I would say that we are doing pretty well. I'd say that we're doing pretty well. My name is Nishan Garrett, if I haven't already used myself. Uh, most of you guys know me from TikTok, um, and I'm expanding a little bit to... Uh, my get my podcast going this thing is we've been on we've been on a, a mission guys we've been on a mission and i think we're going to be going over some of the basics guys um in my in my next series we're going to be going over the basics just straight up give me some of the basis give me the 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 ground floor of what i need to understand and know as a believer because i think the basics of a lot of believers are to be honest um not totally in sync with um the truth of scripture and it's just because of what they've been taught, and a lot. There's a lot of. Um, it's not. I wouldn't say it's false. I would just say it's not full. It's not false teaching. It's just um, not full teaching. It's uh, it's missing pieces. It's missing understanding. It's there are other things embedded in it that are are misunderstandings, and um, and unless someone is exposing these things, of course, it's they're going to continue to believe and accept. Um, they're going to continue to believe and accept these things. So, uh, we are talking about the new and old covenants, guys. The church and Judah, they're the same entity. They're not two different entities. They are the same. And although there are non-Judahites who have been grafted into Judah, the church itself is a legitimate tribe of Judah. And so, Paul makes it super clear in Romans chapter, 20, chapter 2, verse 28 and 29, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, in manifestation, or what is apparent, neither is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly. The Greek word there is cryptos, or hidden. And circumcision is that which is of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. And his praise is not from men, but it's from God. So Paul's definition of a Jew, he defines it both negatively and positively. He tells us that there are two groups of people, each laying claim to being a Jew or a Judean. The bad figs are the apparent Jews, according to the Concordant version. Apparent Jews, for they were recognized by men as Jews because of the things that they did. The good figs were the real Jews, according to God's sight, even though their identity was hidden or not so well known to the general public. And the apparent Jews were the ones who followed the Judaism of the day. The hidden Jews were those whose hearts were right with God. 
Now, the apparent Jews, uh, these Jews lay claim to their tribal status and the covenant status with God by means of a physical circumcision, while the hidden Jews lay claim to their tribal status and covenant status with God by means of the circumcision of the heart. The old covenant was broken, and it no longer had any force in the divine courts. And so those who adhered to the old covenant um, by means of outward circumcision were depending on an obsolete conditional covenant that had been broken and abolished. And the only way to have a covenant relationship with God was through the new covenant, whose sign was the inner circumcision. So... Yes, the new covenant has replaced the old covenant. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13, it says, When a new covenant, when he said a new covenant, he has made the first obsolete, but whatever is being becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to disappear. So if a Christian, any believer, thinks that he can en enhance his status by reverting to the old covenant with its outward circumcision, well, you got another thing coming. Um, you should know right now that you're putting your trust in a covenant that is obsolete and carries no force with God and is actually growing old and it's actually ready to disappear. It's going to go away, but it carries no force uh, with God. So there were unbelieving Jews. And just because unbelieving Jews were able to retain the name of Judah— it's usually shortened in the form of Jew. This didn't mean that they were actually Jews at all. Only the Judahites who accepted the mediator of the covenant, the king of Judah, the custodian of the tribal name, could lawfully claim to be Judahites. So if you don't accept Jesus, then you can't be a true Judahite. The tribeship was resident in the prince of the tribe. So if you want to be a part of that tribe, you have to receive the prince of that tribe. If the member of a tribe decided to go to another part of the world and establish his own nation or tribe, he couldn't legally claim to be the legitimate represent representative of the tribe from which he came. He was, in fact, leaving the tribe, and he had no right to be the tribe uh, itself. And likewise, if a man, uh, say the tribe of Judah, likewise, excuse me, if a man of the tribe of Judah were cut off from among his people or exiled for some major violation of the law, he could not claim to be a part of the tribe of Judah. He was no longer a citizen of that tribe. He could say, I used to be before I did this big thing. And they'll be like, oh, okay, so you broke the law. So that's actually not your tribe. You've been exiled. You've been cut off from your people. That stinks. But um, maybe you should be obey the law, right? Maybe you should um, listen to the statutes of, of God. So when Jesus was so, – so now we see even – when Jesus, who is the king of Judah, not only by right of lineage, but also by the right of his actions and his submission to God, uh, the tribal name went with Jesus and with those who followed him. It didn't remain with those who revolted against him and killed him in order to seize upon his inheritance. It was the majority of the people led by the ch chief priests who were in revolt, and they lost their status to the tribe of Judah because they had usurped the throne and were able to convince the world that they were still the true Jews. Are you convinced, guys? You can ask yourself this right now. Are you convinced that they are still the true Jews, even though they reject and try to uh, usurp the throne? Can they still be, even though uh, all the evidence that has been presented in the, 
in our last and our pretty much our whole study? Is it possible that they can still be true Jews or have they been cut off? And thus, guys, the name Jew has continued to be applied to them in the eyes of men. But um, they're the big they're the bad fig tree that rejected the king of Judah and usurped his throne and they usurped his name, Judah. By the end of the first century, John the Revelator says in Re- Revelation chapter 2, verse 9, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you are rich. And the blaspheme, blasphemy by those who say they are Jews, but are not. But you are a synagogue of Satan. And he repeats this idea in Revelation chapter 3, verse 9, saying, Behold, I will cause those who are of the synagogue of Satan. You know what Satan means? Uh, the adversary, the opposition. They are in opposition to Christ. They that say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down at your feet to know that I have loved you. So it is very strange that in the past few decades, Messianic Judaism has promoted the idea that true Jews, followers of Jesus, ought to be grafted to the dead fig tree that God cut off nearly 2,000 years ago for its lawlessness in 70 uh, to 73 AD. The basic error of Messianic Judaism is that they want to replace the good figs with the bad figs. This is their brand of replacement theology. They call the bad figs God's chosen people and then attempt to identify with their religious practices as a ploy to introduce uh, or induce some of them to accept Christ. And the picture that we have right now is it that's like drinking uh with drunkards. That's like drinking and getting drunk with drunkards in order to induce them to stop drinking. Of course the apostles probably would have rolled over in their their graves. There is no life, guys, in the religion of Judaism, for it has rejected, it continues to reject the only one in whom life is found. They cannot force it to become Christianized by getting more Christians to convert to Judaism. To try to bring Judaism back to life by swarming its ranks with Christians is a fallacy of the first order and against the purpose of God, of Jesus, cursing that fig tree that bear no fruit, just like Judah bore no fruit. Those bad figs didn't bear good fruit or didn't bear fruit at all. It's bad fruit, guys. The book of Hebrews is written to show that as Christians, we have something better than Judaism has to offer. We have a better covenant, a better priesthood, a better temple, and better sacrifices. And to revert back to the old rabbinic traditions of Judaism, by which they made void the law of God, is an apostasy for which there is no excuse, guys. So to conclude our study of who is a Jew... We see that man's definition of a Jew is different than God's definition of a Jew. Man defines a Jew as someone who submits to the rabbis of Judaism or to the priests of Levi who rejected Jesus. God defines a Jew as someone who submits to Jesus, the king of Judah, who is also the high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And with that being said, guys, we bless you. We thank you so much for listening to this four-part series. If you haven't checked out the other parts, go check them out and go get yourself rooted in some of this stuff. And our next, um, we're going to be going over the fun foundations, guys, some fundamental 
uh, understanding, some things that are super, super important for, for us to learn. So if you guys want to get a fundamental series going, we're it w we will be doing a fundamental series here um, in our next few episodes. So blessings to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Love you. See you next episode.